Good evening and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson with your host, Taiwana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio. Welcome to Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. I am your host, Taiwana Wilson. A little bit about myself. I am your award-winning leadership maven, medical laboratory scientist by background, best-selling author, founder and CEO of Trendy Elite Media Group and Trendy Elite Coaching and Consulting Services, executive director with the John Maxwell team, Maxwell Disc Certified Consultant, and co-owner of Direct Impact Broadcasting Network. Before we bring on my special guest, I want to share a few announcements. We are booking guests for this podcast through the remainder of 2020. So if you have a leadership message that you want to share that our listeners can benefit from, please go on to directimpactbroadcasting.com to submit your interest. Also check out the other podcasts that we have on the network, including SOS for Leaders, which offers practical strategies that you can use in your personal and professional life with each of those podcasts in under 20 minutes, so news you can use uh, in an efficient amount of time. If you have not secured your autographed copy of Leadership Tidbits, please do so today at TrendyEliteLLC.com. Today's special guest, Ms. Viola Hug. Viola Hug is an intuitive coach, mentor, author, podcaster, and the creator of the Abundant Babes brand. She coaches women on business, wealth, spirituality, and mindset, and how those utilized together allow you to have it all in life. Viola and her husband traveled the world for almost two years as digital nomads, meaning while they traveled the world, she built and grew her multiple six-figure business online. She runs live online programs, high-level masterminds, and for those who want it all, she also takes on one-on-one clients. She hosts a successful podcast called Abundant Babes and is the author of the Amazon bestseller, You Are an Abundant Babe. Viola is fun, unique, and passionate, making her a captivating speaker, and her energy and words are often the catalyst for the followers and clients to take the complete ownership of their life, believe in themselves, and create a reality that blows the mind of even their wildest dreams. Good evening, good evening, Miss Viola. How are you? I am so good. Thank you so much for having me here, Coach T. It's great to be here. I am so excited to have you on and learn more about you and your podcast and the Abundant Bay brand and living as a digital nomad. So without further ado, let's just jump right in and get started learning a little bit more about you. Absolutely. So Viola, can you tell the listeners or share with the listeners a little bit about your leadership journey and how did you get to where you are today? Oh, absolutely. I'd love to. I um, Hello to everyone listening, by the way. It's great to be connecting with you. Um, I have, I mean, when you read my bio, I always still have like a little bit of a pinch me moment because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is actually my life. <laughs> wow. You know, um, 
because it's this kind of life that I love now was a very far away dream for me for a very long time. And um, only in the past two years have I really seen a lot of it come to fruition. But I was a young child with huge dreams. I was a teenager with big dreams. I was in my 20s with big dreams. And um, I went through many different challenges in that time. Like, I feel like my story is very elaborate and very, um, you know, goes into so many different aspects. But one of the things that really, I think, has been by my side all the time is that this vision that I've had, this dream that I've had to do amazing things, not only do amazing things and, and impact the world um, which was a definitely part of it, but definitely to feel the fulfillment in my life, you know? And I feel like when we really get it right, like I call it when we're doing our soul work, it's like we're doing something that we absolutely love that's helping the world in some way and that feels really, really good. And that to me is like one of the most important things is that we enjoy our journey, right? Um, absolutely. Yeah, and so for me, it was this vision that I was just like, I refused to let go of no matter, no matter how many times it felt like externally the circumstances weren't adding up, you know, like whether it was people not believing in me, whether it was um, loss in my family, whether it was financial hardship, whether it was a whole host of other things going on in my life, I always held on to that vision. And at one point, I always stepped back to be able to lead myself to take another step towards it. And that's when a couple of years ago, kind of like all the magical pieces, I guess, came together for me where I realized that I was really, really ready to leave myself at a level that I'd never done before, which was that I was not only ready to show up for myself and show up for my vision, but I was really ready to do it despite what anybody else had thought. Because up, to, up till that point in my life, I was so stuck on other people's um, kind of perspective or opinion like I really relied so heavily on other people versus my own intuition and I still think it's great to have mentors and everything but I would disregard my own intuition for what I was told and then I was like nope that's it <laughs> I'm changing everything <laughs> and I decided to launch a coaching business and yeah my commitment to myself was to really follow my intuition and do what felt good for me and what was fun for me the whole way through and that's really how I've built my business now. That's awesome. It's awesome that you went ahead and took that leap to follow your dreams and stand up for yourself and your vision. You know, yeah. sometimes we get lost in what other people think and are people going to think that this dream is silly or can I really achieve this dream? Yes. So I think that's awesome that you stood up for yourself and really got comfortable with yourself to move forward. Yeah, that's for me, that was it. It was that self-leadership was the strongest thing because, um, you know, I even though I had dreams and I had goals and all these things, it was very much like molded by the people in my life. And even though I still had people who were very supportive, like I'd kind of been dabbling in other businesses for about five years before I started my coaching business. And well, dabbling as in I actually went all in. It's just, <laughs> I ne it was never quite right. Um and, you know, I did have supportive people in some aspects, but it was, like, supportive as long as it fit into the, like, the, I guess, system of what they had expectation of versus what was really the right thing for me. And, yeah, so that self-leadership in getting myself out of 
you know, all of the hardship in my life, but then as well in business were huge, huge aspects of, of how I shifted. That's awesome. I know that I've talked to leaders all over the globe at this point now, and they all have such unique stories and, and different experiences and different mm-hmm. skills that they bring to the table. So what has been beneficial for you on your journey to thrive as a leader and open up doors for you and your business? Uh, what skills have been beneficial for you? Um, definitely uh, I don't even know if this is uh, like a traditional skill, but I would say like self-reflection slash self-honesty has been really, really important. And what I mean by that is being able to consistently reevaluate and ask myself like, how am I doing? And what's the truth in this scenario? Because so often I feel like we lie to ourselves to protect our own emotions. You know, like we, we, don't go all in on on a on an idea or we don't really create the shift for ourselves or we don't do what we said we were going to do and we tend to lie to ourselves because because we say yeah but you know it wasn't working out so i decided to stop early or um you know i really did try that hard but if we were super 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 honest with ourselves we'd probably be like okay like although i did have the intention to go all in, I noticed myself getting the fear that nobody was going to be interested, so I kind of backed away in my energy a little bit, and I didn't go as all in as I really thought I, I would. Um, and so, like, consistently creating, like, self-reflection on, like, where, what's working, what's not, what can I do better is, has been massive, and both on the aspects of where we might have been holding ourselves back, but as well also anchoring in where we're really being successful and we are having the results that we want, because that's one thing that I think in terms of fulfillment, creating fulfillment in our lives, we have to be in recognition of what we're creating and, and proud of ourselves and feel happy for ourselves, you know, and um, I think we get very lost sometimes in this, like, what's the next goal, what's the next thing attitude without really allowing ourselves to celebrate the growth that we have had, whether that be a small thing from a shift in a mindset to a huge external success as well. Absolutely, absolutely. In a time where we're asked to do more, be more, just do it all, you know, it, it gets a little bit uh, intimidating for today's uh, women, today's leaders mm-hmm. to try and be the best in their careers as well as, you know, have that work-life balance or w- harmony, work-life ha- harmony, or mm-hmm. just maintain, however you want to put it, what <laughs> we know is that it's out of order uh, and people are struggling with it. So what do you do to maintain that sense of self and, and juggle your business and uh, your home life and, and keep everything going? This, is, this has been one of my biggest kind of like self-epiphanies in my life is that we get to do, like we get to enjoy our life on the way to the goals as well, the, the life that we desire. We get to enjoy our path. And that's something that when I was younger, like I, I heard it, but I never understood, like enjoy the journey. <laughs> not about the destination I didn't get it because I was like how can it not be about the destination that's where everything I want is you know um but I started to realize that actually we don't have to sacrifice parts of ourselves and that's a huge part of my message is we really do get to have it all like um 
I mean, I'm I'm probably by the time this airs gonna be um officially a mom. I'm currently my final couple of weeks of my pregnancy, um, and I, I have an incredible husband who I've been with for ten years, and I have my business, and I've traveled, and. I am actually not someone who likes to work a lot, a lot. Like I love the work that I do, but I very much value play. I very much value experiences. And these are things that I used to rob myself of, you know, like my relationship went on the back burner. My, um, my hobbies went on the back burner because I had work to do, right? So that we could have the life we want. But when I um, realized that actually when we create a life that where we feel really, really good, it shifts our energy, right? It shifts how we feel, which means that people are more responsive. Like if we're talking about business, for example, and calling in clients or customers or even having like really aligned creative ideas that are going to be, you know, beneficial for us in our business. When we feel good, we actually have a better shot at magnetizing those things into our life, which means that if we are consistently pushing ourselves we are neglecting a part of ourselves. So for me, it was actually this counterintuitive thing to what I'd been taught almost all of my life. I started actually saying, well, what if I actually gave myself permission to just have a bubble bath at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday? What if I, you know, just decided to have an elaborate lunch date with my husband at this super high vibe cafe that, you know, makes me feel super luxurious and amazing? What if I just decided that I'm having the whole weekend off to watch movies and giving myself full permission to do that without any guilt? And I started to notice something so interesting, which was that the more that I kind of leaned back into what do I really need to do to honor myself? And then when I showed up in my business, I was so much more switched on. I was so much happier. I was so much more excited. I was so much more focused. The results were so much more potent. So to answer that kind of in a very long-winded way, um, I believe that the more that we actually realize what's important to us and the more that we create like priority for all the areas of our life that are important to us, actually the better things will flow and we will be a better person to magnetize the results that we want in our business. Absolutely. First, Congratulations to you. That's exciting news. Expecting yes. your child. I don't know if you're having a boy or a girl, but whatever is very exciting to be uh, expecting. Yeah, uh, I'm is so excited. this a first kid for you all? First, first one. Yep. Yeah. That's exciting. Congratulations. I Thank have an you. eight month old, so I was oh. just walking down this journey uh just last this time last year. So Oh my gosh. So exciting. I know, it's exciting stuff. And and I'm happy that you mentioned, you know, really getting comfortable with yourself and, you know, creating lives that we are happy about and it's shifting mm-hmm. our, our thinking. You're right, a lot of times we do, you know, sometimes feel guilty about that you know, special lunch or having yeah. a weekend where we're just watching movies and, you know, thinking, well, I got work to do or should I be mm-hmm. doing this? And I think really engaging in the moment of whatever the moment is with our yes. families, you know, or just our downtime with ourselves is very important and critical to our own self-care and for that of our families. Mm. 
I so agree. And for me at the beginning, it was like the most counterintuitive. Like now that I've seen the results that it yields in my life, I'm like totally here for it. I know that if I'm feeling off, I'm not going to push myself to do business. I'm going to do something to make myself feel better. Right. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like we are our business. And I think that's true for most modern day businesses, especially those of us that work with people you know, like that where we pour our heart and our love into the work that we do, like we really are the, the source, the creator of our business. So it is important for us to feel good. Um, but at the beginning, you know, like when I needed to make money, <laughs> it was so hard to think that way because I was like, um, I can't just be sitting here watching movies. I need to find a way to make money. But I like, because I'd had so many years of where I tried the pushing and I tried the hustle, I was so like ready to say, what if I try something else? And for me, like there's multiple ways that I came, came up to this um, like decision. But one of the big things was as well was learning like, when do I actually feel the best? And I know I'm not someone who can work like hours and hours and hours a day every day. I can do that sometimes and I can do that for stints of time, but I need rest and I need relaxation to feel really good. And that's also when I feel really good, more creative ideas come through, it all flows. But I really had to like give myself permission to be uncomfortable with the idea of doing it in such a different way at the beginning of my business. Yes, yes, I think that is an excellent point that you mentioned. As an entrepreneur, I'm sure you've learned to have tough skin, especially as you were getting started and trying some of your different business ventures. Because Mm -hmm. as entrepreneurs, as we know, we hear, you know, yes, I want your service. Yes, I want your product. Yes, I want your time, and I want to pay for it. You know, mm-hmm. but we also hear, no, I don't want your service. No, I can't afford your time. No, I don't want. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, what kind of mindset have you had to develop in this entrepreneurial space to keep your business afloat and keep you moving forward so that you don't get frustrated or discouraged uh, when things may be an uphill battle? Mm. I think like one of the big beliefs that I have, and it's like quite like, I guess like it's a spiritual belief to me in some way, it's that life is really happening for us all of the time. You know, there's a greater divine plan. And um, when we ask for things, I think firstly, when we desire things, they're meant for us, because I don't think we can desire something that isn't meant for us. And then when we declare that we want the thing that we desire, I believe there's these divine powers that go to work on our behalf to create opportunities for us to develop into who we need to be to have those things. Right. And so um, that's like, I guess the internal core belief is that life is always happening for us. So when we're going after what we want, we have to trust that the nose, the, the seeming failures, the hardships are all part of it. And then I think there's like a a level of emotional intelligence in there as well, which has been a huge thing that I've developed that I think has been so powerful of then not making those things mean something because obviously like we can have something, we can have like launch a program and literally nobody join (laughs) and we can, Mm -hmm. um, you know, have experiences in our business where it really, really doesn't go to plan or people even talk bad about us or whatever, like, you know, the haters, the trolls, all the things like that's all a possibility that could happen. Um, But when that happens, it's like, one, yes, we might be upset and we're allowed to feel upset in the moment, but we have to be 
reminded that it doesn't mean anything about our greater success because the things we desire are inevitable if we keep going after them. So that means if we need to let it out and have a cry, that's fine. Or we need to get mad for a moment, that's fine, but don't stay there. You know, bring yourself back and remind yourself that the things that you desire are inevitable and this is teaching you something. So if this is teaching you something, what is it teaching you? Well, maybe it's teaching you that if you really desire to have like this massive, massive success, then you need to be reminded that other people's opinions of you are more about themselves and a projection of what they're going through than, than you. So you don't need to get upset about those things, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. when you have a, um, you know, a launch that doesn't go to plan, it's teaching you resilience and strength and the ability to keep going even when there's no external um, signs yet that it's going to work. Or maybe it's teaching you to reevaluate and really get honest with yourself if this is what you really want to be doing or if there's maybe a way that you can fine-tune it to make it even better, right? Like there's always something that the hard things are teaching us and – I really do believe that the success we desire is inevitable. So those two, like those things combined, that that belief mixed with being like the emotional intelligence and just allowing ourselves to both honor the emotion but not make it define our situation is the biggest thing. Absolutely, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that, especially not staying in that place of of pity and keep moving forward and what's meant for you will be for you as long as you keep moving forward towards it. Mm -hmm. When you think about your business, what has success in your business taught you? Oh, I think the success in my business has taught me that um, really we have access to feel the things that we think we're going to feel when we are quote unquote successful before we have the external success, right? Like, the I had times like especially my previous business ventures where I achieved things that would be deemed as successful, but they felt empty. I thought they would feel really fulfilling because I thought I was doing something I really loved, but I got there and I was like, what next? You know, <laughs> like I need mm-hmm. to do something better now. And then it felt like pressure because I was like, how am I going to keep this up? How am I going to sustain this? And then when I, like, for me, it was kind of like the other way around then is because I'd been, quote, unquote, failing for so long, I had no choice unless I was going to fall into a deep depression to really start getting happy with myself and my circumstance. So learning the feeling of abundance, like that feeling that I was really, truly taking care of, learning to feel successful and, like, proud of myself regardless of what um, was in my bank account or regardless of what uh, external successes I was having was so powerfully important and I learned that before I ever really had any real financial success and I tell you what I think that's one of the most powerful things because I was so grateful and I was so I so believed that I would always be taken care of when I first started earning money that as I earned more it was like it was an amplification of that gratitude it was definitely an experience of like being so proud of myself but I don't think I could have felt that level of gratitude or that level of, um, you know, being so proud of myself had I not given myself permission to realize that I am that worthy person. I am abundant whether or not I have the external success. That's good. That's good. Speaking of abundance, 
Can you tell the listeners a little bit about your Abundant Babes brand, about your podcast and your best-selling book, and how did you get to this whole Abundant Babe mindset (laughs) movement? Yes, great question. So I actually, um, like, to give you some time frames, like around 2015 is when I went into, like, a very, very, like, that's when financially my life was the hardest. Um, We'd, like... My husband and I had made, like, a lot of wrong decisions, but very easy to make decisions, you know, um, with spending money. So, you know, just booking flights on credit cards, not checking our balances. Next thing you know, we're maxed out, that kind of deal. Um, And we ended up in a situation where we had so much debt and our income had, like, essentially disappeared. Like, we were earning a couple hundred dollars a week, if that sometimes, and our bills were ten times that. And it was like, honestly, so incredibly sickening. And at that time, I like, I'm glad I, I rose up, you know, I had that self leadership. And I said, I need to educate myself more on money, I need to change my perspective on money. And at first, it was like, very, um, I wanted to learn like how to balance my money and understand net worth and all of those things. But that path led me on to also understanding that there's an energy that comes along with money. And that energy is the energy of abundance. And abundance doesn't only just mean money, but it's definitely very interlinked with money. And for me, the term abundance just means that inner knowing, like you feel it to your core that there is always enough. There's always been enough. There will always be enough. And you will always be taken care of no matter what, right? It's just like this warm hug from the universe, like of support. And, um, so anyway, so there was like this whole thing that I went through. And so that when I was saying before, like learning how to feel abundant internally before I had it externally, like that's really what the next few years of my journey was. And then in 2017, I was about halfway through the year. And I, this was just maybe six months before I launched my coaching business. I literally woke up at 1 a.m. one morning and I had the term abundant babes in my head. <laughs> and I was like, that is so weird. Anyway, I like wrote it down. And the next day I Googled it because I figured it was just something for me to Google and I couldn't find anything. I was like, this is so weird. And so I was like, maybe it's a sign that I should start something called that. So I started an Instagram and a Facebook page, I think. And um, I just left it. And then at the end of the year, I kind of had forgotten about it. I launched my coaching business and I kind of wanted a hub where I could host that. And um, then that kind of came back to me. And so it kind of started off with this like accidental thing, but really from the internal journey that I'd been through. And then a couple months into my business, I got this um, intuitive idea to start a podcast. And so I was like, what, what can I call my podcast? And of course, Abundant Babes is the first thing that came to mind because I kind of had that sitting there. And it's so interesting because it's like I had the name of it there, but it was like I was really internalizing what it meant as I as I went along. It was almost like the making of the Abundant Babe was my journey of that brand. And um, well, the external Abundant Babe, that's when, you know, later in the year when I decided to write my book, that's why I decided to call it You Are an Abundant Babe, because I really believe like we already have that access to that abundance inside of us. It's just most of us create limitations in our life as to why we can't have it. And as we start to like decondition, unlearn, strip away those fears, strip away those things that we, those limitations we kind of like put up for ourselves, you know, like I could never have that. I could never be successful. Yeah, but that's not for me, you know, 
Like when mm-hmm. we strip those limitations away, then we realize that that's when we let ourselves access the abundance that's kind of been there the whole time. And um, yeah, so I started my podcast at the start of 2018 and it's so much fun and I love it. And um, my book then, yeah, came out where I got to kind of dive a little bit deeper into my story while also kind of teaching the main pillars that I found were the shift in being able to access that internal abundance. And the book's really great. It has journal prompts and action steps and everything in every single chapter as well. So you can really apply it into your life. That's awesome. I think anything that allows us to be able to apply what we are learning to make ourselves better is awesome. So that's an awesome story of how you got to where you are today and how the brand came to fruition. That's pretty powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, it was so awesome. (laughs) Viola, what do you do for your own personal growth? So I know you you wrote your book, you Mm -hmm. know, and I know that that was empowering for you, you know, going through that process of writing. And I know you said there's journal prompts in there, you know, causing mm-hmm. action. But what do you do for your own growth, for your own personal and professional growth? So my, one of the first things in my business was that I developed a practice of really tuning in um, and accessing. It's essentially like a version of prayer. Like I access the higher divine realms and I ask for guidance. Um, every, like, it's a consistent thing. Like, I almost do it every day just, like, in my head all the time. But I also have practices for that through meditation and journaling and um, everything. And at the start, that was the main thing that I did to really keep myself in line to help myself grow. And um, I'm a huge, huge believer in um, getting around people and things that help our mind grow. So whether those be audio books or podcasts or other things like that. And then I also personally have found such incredible benefit in having a coach and investing in myself in various um, programs or things that I'm being called to kind of develop more for myself because I found that having a coach to keep me accountable to help kind of reflect back what's going on for me has been such a game changer. Um, And so that's something that I feel like I will always want to be investing in a coach or in myself in some way. Speaking of coaches and investing in coaches, the listeners, I'm sure, are are looking and thinking of ways and places of where they could find coaches or mentors. What kind of tips do you have for the listeners who may be looking for a coach? Maybe it's a life coach or business coach or leadership coach or whatever the case may be. Where are some places that you would suggest that they look for uh, mentors or coaches? I think it really depends on like the kind of circles that you're in and what's really important to you because some people, they, you know, they live very locally and they would love to find somebody locally. And some people are very much online and that's their thing. And for me, I'm very, very much online. And so I actually connected with um, my coach uh, via Facebook and Instagram. And I think, you know, it's one of those things once we start like putting our feelers out there, we start seeing more of those things in our life. And I knew I wanted a coach and suddenly I'm seeing every single person on my Facebook's a coach. Um, and, but there's different Facebook groups and stuff like that. But my, my number one tip that I would give to people is really look for someone that, uh, that 
is living in alignment with what you really desire. And what I mean by that is it's very easy to look for a coach to teach us something. And there are coaches that can teach us incredible things, whether it be through, you know, private coaching, group coaching, programs, um, whatever that might be. However, uh, when I believe when we really work with a coach that is going to lift us up in a way that goes beyond what we can learn it's when their energy and their mindset is in alignment with what we want to calibrate to, right? So if we desire to um, have, you know, have our own limitations be blown out of the water of being able to travel and um, build a business or, you know, overcoming excuses or living a lifestyle that's really balanced or, Maybe vice versa, we prefer someone who is all in in business and is single and that's just, you know, their whole life is their business and we really, that's what we resonate with at the time. Like find someone who actually also lives in alignment with the kind of life you desire because they're definitely out there. Um, and that I think gives like an extra bit of oomph to the relationship because um, yeah, it's like everything about who they are is more um, similar to the type of person that you want to be around or want to be inspired by. And I think that's a really important piece. I think that's great advice. Find somebody who's in alignment with you and where you want to go. Because yeah. you're right. There's a lot of coaches out there and a lot of people out there in which you could learn uh, from and learn valuable lessons from. However, you need, depending on what you're looking for, you need somebody that's in alignment with you and, and will be able to help you get to whatever is the next mm-hmm. level uh, for exactly. yourself. So I think that's great advice. So what would be your uh, tidbits of wisdom that you would leave for our guests that, that, that they can readily apply in either their personal and or professional life? I would say that remember the own, your own power that you have over how you feel and how you choose to see your circumstance because you, you literally have everything already within you to have all the things that you desire. It is just easy to forget sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's easy to forget sometimes. But when, um, you know, things aren't going your way, you get to choose to believe that it's because you're being strengthened for your greater purpose. Or if things are going really well, you get to choose to believe that there's always more on its way and that this is just a taste, you know, and you always have the choice to be able to tap back into gratitude. And um, I think that's one of the most liberating things and helps, um, you know, it, it, it stops the stagnation where we get really stuck in self-pity or self-doubt or whatever that might be um, is like really tapping into gratitude and getting back on the horse of life Um, and and yeah and then tapping into the perspective that we want to have like how would you if this doesn't feel good right now what would you rather believe like what would you rather have be true about your life and then choose to start seeing that and looking for evidence for that in your life instead. That's awesome advice. Awesome. What's next for you, Viola, in your personal and professional space? Oh, goodness. Well, I I feel like it's hard to answer because I've never been a mom, and obviously that's the very, very next step for me in my personal life. Um, (laughs) 
but at the same time, I think it's part of my business life because, you know, the way that I build my business is very much based off my lifestyle. So it's kind of all intertwined. And I, I only really work based on what I feel really in alignment with and inspired by. So I can imagine that there's going to be some shifts in the things that I'm really excited to talk about and to share in my business. But I, um, I still feel very much in alignment with continuing to grow my business, continuing to support clients um, in wealth, abundance, business, spirituality, all the different things that I'm so passionate about. Um, but yeah, so motherhood is the, the next big thing, I think. <laughs> well, I know. It, well, it's an awesome place to be. Yeah. It's definitely a lot of learning and growing that will come with it. <laughs> I'm learning and growing each and every day, but it's something that I am uh, truly proud to be a mom, and yeah. it's a blessing that I've been able to be a, a mom to my daughter. So, oh, Amazing. So you'll do fine. It'll be great. Thank you. How, how can our listeners – continue to follow you and stay connected with you and support you on your leadership journey? So the, my favorite place to hang out is actually on Instagram, which you can find me at Viola Hug. Um, and then my website, violahug.com, is a great hub if you're looking for any of the information on how to work with me or the links to connect with me on any of my different resources. And then my other favorite place to hang out is my Facebook group called Abundant Babes, A Home for the Visionary. Um, and then, of course, there's my podcast, Abundant Babes, as well. Awesome, awesome. Well, if you could leave the listeners with one last bit of information, what would that be? I would say that the success that you desire, whether that be in your personal life or your professional life, is inevitable. It's there for you. You can have it all. Don't ever let anybody make you believe otherwise. Awesome. I love it and I receive it. (laughs) Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Viola, for taking your time out to visit with me this evening to share your nuggets of wisdom with myself and the listeners and interview you today. It was definitely an honor and a pleasure to have you on as my guest. Thank you so much. It's been absolutely awesome talking to you as well, and I appreciate the offer so much. And to the listeners, thank you so much for being here as well. Thank you. Many blessings and continued success, and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your journey into mommyhood. Thank you so much. Thank you, listener audience, for tuning in to tonight's show with our special guest, Viola Hug, where she shared with us, never stop dreaming. Show up for yourself and your vision. Don't disregard your own intuition. Self-reflection and self-honesty is important to you and your business and your life. You don't have to sacrifice parts of your life. You can have it all and have an abundant life. When we create the lives we are happy about, it shifts our thinking. Life is always happening. So if you think about that, life is always happening, and we have to trust that our failures and our successes are part of it. Don't stay in a place of self-pity. Have an abundant mindset. You can use tactics such as meditation, journaling, having mentors and coaches in order to keep that abundant mindset and shift you to the next level. 
You can utilize social media, Facebook groups to find coaches. Just make sure you look for somebody that you are in alignment with. Remember, your own power is within you. Always tap into gratitude. So having a heart to serve and attitude of gratitude. So thank you for tuning in for tonight's show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you heard, or want to listen to previous shows, you can subscribe at directimpactbroadcasting.com. If you're thinking about starting your own podcast, I would love, love, love to have your show on our network. So send me an email at dibroadcasting at trendyelitellc.com, or you can go to directimpactbroadcasting.com to learn more. So please tune in next week to hear from another amazing leader. Until then, have a good evening. Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coach T. Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often, and lead fearlessly. 